What is up, studies? Happy Wednesday, Hump Day, September 29, 2021, episode 109 of the study session. I am your grateful and appreciative host, Jeremy Ritz, here on the study session. So thankful that you're here with me today. Can't wait to talk some Steelers football. Can't wait to get ready for the Green Bay Packers. Big contest coming up this weekend. But want to start the show, most importantly, by thanking all of you, expressing my gratitude to you for reading my work, listening to the study sessions, listening to the Still Study podcast. It means the world to me. Please continue to share it with your family and friends because that helps get the message out of the study. The more listeners and readers, the better. So again, thank you for that. Would love to connect with you. Please Hit me up via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com or give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. Would love to connect with you, get your question on the show. Would love to have you on the show. Let's make it happen. But anyway, study ends. We got a busy week ahead of us. We're here at hump day. The Steelers are going to get their practice in and start their preparations for the Green Bay Packers. They have a massive task in front of them squaring off against Aaron Rodgers and this explosive Green Bay Packers offense it is going to test and challenge the Steelers defense at every level and they're going to have to play their best game in order to have a chance to win now offensively They just can't get in their own way and make the mistakes and the turnovers and play as abysmally as they have the last two weeks, really last three weeks. They have to show some signs of life, somewhat of an average performance in order for them to even have a shot. But that's not a very high bar to jump over, being that they've played so terribly the last few weeks. If they can get some average production out of this offense, and the defense can play a solid game with all their playmakers, they could be in this contest and have an opportunity to win. Now, does it mean they're going to win? No. But if all things are clicking, which, again, we have yet to see this year with all the injuries and the inefficiency on offense, but they could be in this game. Some injury updates to start. Good news out of Mike Tomlin's press conference. TJ Watt, Alex Highsmith, Deontay Johnson, Kendrick Green, Juju should all play on Sunday. That is great news. It's needed and at really an appropriate time when they're going to be facing one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Chooks core four is still in the concussion protocol, so there's uncertainty as to whether or not he will be ready to go, which not sure that's really a big loss or a big deal as general the general Joe Haig will get the nod more than likely. I don't see Chooks getting out of the protocol, but that might be a good thing to give a little bit of a spark to this offensive line with a player who's hungry to prove that he should be the starter. But Haig isn't supremely talented. He's more of a run blocker than he is a pass protector, so we'll have to see how that works out. 
No update on the timetable for return for Stefan Tuitt, Zach Banner, or Anthony McFarland, though Tomlin said that they were eligible to return back to practice this week, so we'll have to watch and see what happens later today. Other roster notes, Derek Tuska, the outside backer who got a lot of snaps this weekend, was signed to the 53-man roster. In a corresponding move, Jameer Jones was released, the camp darling out of Notre Dame, who made the team as an undrafted free agent. Now the focus will be whether or not he's he clears waivers and is able to get back on the practice squad. So we'll have to monitor how that situation plays out. And Mike Tomlin, it wasn't a very noteworthy press conference on Tuesday. He was asked about Tyler Boyd's comments and and typical Mike Tomlin fashion with his focus on the Green Bay Packers and moving forward and what's in the control of the Pittsburgh Steelers. His response was, I don't care about Tyler Boyd's opinion. That's the, the short of it. And rightly so. Why commiserate? The Steelers got beat up. They played poorly. It was horrible. It was awful. Insert whatever negative adjective you would like to hear. It's time to move forward. And again, I will say this. Words and statements like that have a funny way of coming back to to haunt teams. And, oh yeah, the Steelers and Bengals play later this year in Cincinnati. I'm just saying. Just saying. Tomlin was also asked about why not pushing the ball down the field with the deep ball, the lack of the deep pass, and his response was it might have to do, it might have to do with maybe what's going on up front. Again, captain obvious statement, not much to glean there. In terms of the offensive failures these past few weeks, and just the general overall lackluster, lethargic performance against the Bengals. Tomlin said, we're not going to push the panic button. And rightly rightly so. He's the leader of this team. He doesn't want to show his players that he is concerned, that he's lost faith in them. Uh, Well, concern is probably not the best word. Sure, he's concerned. He knows they have to play better. But he doesn't want this team to think that he doesn't believe in them because he does. And then in in terms of pulling Ben, he was asked whether or not he ever considered doing that during the game or if there was a moment at game where he considered sitting him down for Rudolph and he indicated that no, there was not a moment when he considered that. He's going to ride with Ben. And then Tomlin, in what I felt was a rehearsed presentation-like delivery, referenced a three-pronged approach for how this team has to improve moving forward. And he referenced schematics, skills, and knowledge. And as an educator, I work in the education field. That sounds like a presentation that I would hear at a conference 
Um, you know, Tomlin focusing on those three things, but you know, talking about the schematics, putting players in the right positions to be successful, skills, self-explanatory, knowledge, self-explanatory. And again, these are things that they're constantly working on. But Tomlin, again, just very general and what his assessment was in terms of what needs to be improved. But something that I wrote about in my study notes on Tuesday, and maybe this is a stretch, but I'm thinking out loud here. We heard prior to the start of the season, some of the players say that Matt Canada's offense was somewhat difficult. Ben referenced that he'd put a lot of time into learning the verbiage and getting an understanding of the offense. Could it possibly be that things are too complex and too mired down in the vernacular or the vocabulary? Are they trying to do too much? And if the veteran quarterback who's played for 18 years indicated that the offense was complex, well, is that a challenge for all the rookies on offense? Again, are they trying to be too cute, too much window dressing? Is it too much? And is maybe what this offense needs is just to be simplified. You know, I was reading on one Steelers outlet about just scrapping the zone blocking attack and just blocking straight up and seeing what types of results will come from that. And maybe something else the Steelers may want to consider this weekend is expanding and prioritizing the no huddle approach because the Steelers did have success in moving the football last weekend when they employed that. And if you know those are things that can work and you've experienced success with them, why not do them? Especially now, especially when things have not been working out as they would like. I hate to say that the season is hanging in the balance, but they are in need of some positivity. And if they were able to secure a win against the Packers, that would go a long way in helping to restore some of the belief in this Steelers team. So again, I'm not overreacting. Sure, that loss was disappointing. They did not play well, but it's only week three. But as I've said at the outset, around weeks four and five, we should see growth and development from this offensive line, especially these rookies. We should see some cohesion across that group. If we don't start seeing it after this weekend then maybe there's opportunity for pause and concern. But you want to talk about challenge and what an opponent to go up against whenever you're trying to get things right, you're trying to right the ship. Man, it's the Packers and it's at home. Ah, That's rough. Not going to lie. And it's not going to be easy. But if this team wants to compete, 
they've got to be able to play with the likes of the Green Bay Packers. And studying, 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 studying. I can't hit those high notes today, man. I got like a little, uh, my allergies are getting me a little bit. But studying, it is the end, the conclusion of our Wednesday edition of the study session. Episode 109, rolling along here. Just so grateful you joined me here today. Grateful for the opportunity to talk Pittsburgh Steelers, to be a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. I said at the conclusion of one of last week's episodes to just appreciate what could be the final season for Roethlisberger. I know my man is getting beat to death this week, but I'm just taking an opportunity to to be grateful for all he has done for this organization. And should this very well be his last year, I hope he can go out with some positive memories, some positive notes. And it would be nice for Big Ben to get a victory and put up a 358-yard, four-touchdown game. How sweet would that be to flip that narrative? But again, life is good, study ends. Thank you so much. And we will be back here tomorrow for another edition of the study session. And remember, and don't forget, not everybody is a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, but you most certainly are, even when there is no light in this dark Steelers world. We'll get through it together, nation. Peace.